when he was raised from the dead, he sat on the throne of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You cannot separate the throne of God from the, from the shepherdic life. Hallelujah. He sat that great shepherd of the sheep. Great shepherd of the sheep. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Yes. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Walking in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. So the one that they raised from the dead. The son of God that God said to him. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is righteousness. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. That person that is said to him. Thy throne, O God, is a shepherd. Is a shepherd. The Bible calls him the great shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. The great shepherd of the sheep. And God himself, even the God of peace himself, is a shepherd. Hallelujah. That's what Psalm 80 tells us. Give ye, O shepherd of Israel, you who leads Joseph like a flock, you who dwells within the cherubims shine forth so our god is a shepherd jesus christ is a shepherd and what makes them fit <laughs> hallelujah the reason for their shepherdic office or shepherdic nature or shepherdic configuration because it's not just an office that they operate is a nature shepherdic nature is compatible with the throne Nobody sits on the throne except he's a good shepherd. Hallelujah. The requirement for sitting on the throne is to be a good shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what is the work of the great shepherd? He's a shepherd for something. The work of the great shepherd. He's a shepherd. He's a shepherd. And he has a reason. He has where shepherd of the sheep. What is shepherding the sheep for is to give the sheep eternal life. Eternal life, which is the life of the throne. Hallelujah. The shepherd is a shepherd of the sheep so that he can give eternal life to the sheep. Amen. Amen. The reason he's shepherding the sheep is for the purpose of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So anybody that wants to Come into eternal life, you must be able to recognize the shepherd and then you must be willing and ready to follow the shepherd. Hallelujah. Because the reason why he was raised is to bring the sheep to life eternal. John chapter 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Colon. What is the reason for the followership? They follow me. <laughs> my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they do what? They follow me and I give unto them eternal life. I, give, I cannot give them eternal life except they follow me. My sheep hear my voice and they do what? They follow me. They follow me. 
and I give to them eternal. Have you seen the reason for the shepherd? The shepherd is a giver of eternal life. Why? He himself has trapped eternal life. He's an eternal life entity. That's why he's able to sit on the throne. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. What will make you not to perish is what the shepherd is going to give to you. Hallelujah. But the shepherd gives it by followership, by leading. Shepherd, we know shepherd and the sheep. The shepherd leads the sheep. The shepherd is so committed to the sheep. Hallelujah. The shepherd is a selfless being. The shepherd virtually lives for the sheep. Hallelujah. And this shepherd is even different. This shepherd is a shepherd after the order of eternal life. Hallelujah. What made him a great shepherd is the life that he trapped. Because one thing about a shepherd is that a shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. Hallelujah. What makes a shepherd is that a shepherd is able to lay down his life for the sheep. He lays down his life for the sheep. So Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth life. Shepherding is about life giving. Shepherding is about life giving. The good shepherd giveth life for the sheep. No, you cannot give what you don't have. So for you to be able to give life to the sheep, you must have trapped life yourself. Hallelujah. The good shepherd giveth life for the sheep. Yes. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, see the wolf coming and leave the sheep and flee it. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. That's not a good shepherd. So how do you know a shepherd is able to lay down his life for the sheep? Now, Jesus is a great shepherd. And these days, the Lord is raising under shepherds, under Jesus, who will join him to give life to the sheep. Now, for them to be raised, the Lord must raise them. The Lord must lead them. He must teach them. He must give them life. True shepherds are those who have been led by the Lord. The leading is to give you life, is to raise you, to commit life to you in person. And for you to be able to trap the life that is in God, we know that the life that is in God is governed by laws. So what governs the eternal life that the good shepherd, the great shepherd, wants to give, the law of that life is to lay down your life. That's the law. That's the law. So, so when God is going to raise, God is raising under shepherds, human beings that will be shepherds over the sheep for the purpose of eternal. Note that the reason for shepherding is for the purpose of giving life. This is what Jesus said. It's not, you are not shepherding if you are not giving life. If you are not able to give life to the sheep, you, you are not a shepherd. Hallelujah. It's not a good one for that matter. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth life, giveth his life for the sheep. His life for the sheep. The good shepherd giveth his what? His life for the sheep. 
John chapter 6, as the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Are you seeing, are you seeing how Jesus was raised? A great shepherd. I say God is raising under shepherds these days. And what God wants from us is this commitment to be willing to, ready to lay down our lives. We will not be able to lead the sheep to the uttermost, to the place of eternal life, if they don't collect our lives from us. And this they do gradually. As we follow him, he will train us, he will lead us, he will teach us, he will guide us to losing our lives. So that we also will not just be shepherds, we also will end up on the throne. Hallelujah. God wants everyone to end up on the throne. But you need to be able to obey the laws of the throne. It's the law of a shepherd laying down your life. He said, as the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. So when you see a shepherd whose only concern is himself. He's not a good shepherd, or he has not been raised. A shepherd who wants to use his sheep for his own self, for fame, for ambition, for money, for all manner of things. That is not the kind of shepherd we are talking about. A shepherd lays down his life, his ambition, fame, a quest for money. A shepherd lays it down. Hallelujah. To be able to, Jesus Christ has showed us an example of what a shepherd should be like. He said, as the father knoweth me, even so know I the father. And I lay my life down for the sheep. Yes. And other sheep I have, which are not in this fold, them also I will bring. And they shall hear my voice. Note that. Very important. They shall hear my voice and there shall be one fold. And one shepherd. So the shepherd is interested in bringing many sheep into the sheepfold. And the reason for bringing them is so that he can give life to them. That's the essence of shepherding. Giving life, giving life, giving life, giving life. That is what God raised the shepherd for, to give life. And for the shepherd to give life, the shepherd must lead the sheep. For sheep to get life, the sheep must be ready to follow the shepherd. What kind of, how does the shepherd give life to the sheep? The shepherd gives understanding. He said, give ye, O shepherd of Israel, he who leads Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth, shine forth shine forth. The giving of life has to do with shining, with giving light, giving understanding. Now you cannot be giving understanding if you don't follow the sheep. The shepherd is armed with different kinds and measures of food to give the sheep. Because the sheepfold consists of different levels of sheep. You have in the sheepfold, you have the lamb. You have in the sheepfold, you have the sheep. Like Jesus said to Peter, John chapter 21, from verse 15. The sheepfold consists of different levels of people. But the intention, the goal of the shepherd is that all the sheep 
will come to the place of eternal life. Eternal life is the gold. Is the inheritance of the sheep. Eternal life. The life that is of God is the inheritance of the sheep. Now you need to administer that. Hallelujah. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Lambs. Feed my lambs. Lambs are part of the sheepfold. Hallelujah. Lambs are baby sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. And they need feeding. They need food. They need to translate to grow from lambs to sheep. And from sheep to sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. Feed my lambs. Hallelujah. Amen. He said again, the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. This is the instruction that the great shepherd gave to Peter when he rose from the dead. Why is he telling them, feed? Because it is by feeding that we take life. No sheep will live without feeding. Sheep live. They appreciate. They grow by feeding. So the only instruction he gave to Peter, he said, feed my sheep. First said, feed my lambs. Then he said, feed my sheep. Then again, this was becoming cumbersome for Peter. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto the Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. He now says something to him. He said, very, 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 I say unto thee, when thou wast young, thou guidest thyself and walketh whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall guard thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. That is the sign of growth. Hallelujah. That is the sign of growth. The more you grow, the more you lose control. You are, you are taken to where you don't want to. Hallelujah. It's a sign of growth. When a shepherd is still young, he has his own idea about ministry. He knows what he wants to do exactly. He has his plans. He has his purpose. He has his pursuit. He has not been raised to be a shepherd. Hallelujah. When they are raising you, they are raising you to lose control. You don't have an idea what the sheep needs. That's why you need to submit to the great shepherd. He needs to lead you. He needs to guide you. He needs to instruct you. And the more he's instructing you, the more you are, you are appreciating in life. Because as appreciation in life has to do with the death of the person that is getting the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I said shepherding is about you not living for yourself. For the purpose of being able to give life to the sheep. Now, the Lord Jesus was talking to Peter he said, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. And we all know that the lamb takes different kind of food from the sheep. If he said, feed my lamb, there is a 
kind of food that lambs take. Now, he's telling us about the three stages of growth of a sheep, of a believer. Hallelujah. You are lambs. When we got born again, we got born again as lambs. Not lamb as in somebody who has been converted. You know that is ready to sit on the throne. But you are a young believer. You are young in your soul. There is a food that you must eat. You must partake of a particular kind of food for you to be able to journey further to eating the food, to becoming a sheep. Now, there are two stages of sheep. Hallelujah. And those two stages are characterized by the kind of food they take. We I always talk about this. I can never stop talking because it's so essential. When you don't give a lamb what he's supposed to take, he cannot successfully trans, transit to becoming a good sheep. The lamb will not be okay. Food for the lamb, new believer, is milk. Milk, feed my lamb. Feed my lamb with milk. You know why a believer must take enough milk? I, they say uh, Mommy Ellen cannot preach without talking of milk. Because I am a mother. I have oversight. I see where people lack. Even though they have a lot of uh, razzmatazz. I see lack. I see lack. I see like, just like a mother will carry a child. And you carry a child, you look at it and say, this child is lacking. I have that understanding. I have that oversight. That people lack, they lack the necessary food. And because they lack the necessary food, they cannot do well at the next level. So a lamb must take milk. 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 Milk is the food for the lamb. So Jesus said, Jesus Christ is not undermining the, the, the needs of the lamb. He cares for the lamb. He cares for the sheep. Hallelujah. He cares for the lamb. He cares for the sheep. He said, feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. <laughs> I have lambs. What, do you do? what does he do to lambs? He, shall, he holds them. He carries the lamb. They are tender. They are young. So he carries them. A lamb needs to be carried. A lamb needs to be fed with substances that he can digest. You don't see a big sheep going to the mother's breast to go and be sucking mother's breast. Have you ever seen a big sheep doing that? No, 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 no. They graze on the grass. But a lamb needs breast, needs milk. Now I'm saying something. Why I'm emphasizing this is that the sheep makes progress by following. The sheep makes progress by the voice of the shepherd. The sheep makes progress by leading. Now, it is in the teaching from my growth development. It is in the feeding with milk that we learn to hear the voice of the Spirit. You start by hearing the voice of the Holy Ghost and you graduate in it. You know, I hear people talk, eh, eh, me, I don't hear God, though. Why, eh, why, how do people hear God? I laugh. Because he said, my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. The voice of a stranger, they will not follow. There is a stranger who is also a shepherd. There is a stranger who is also a shepherd. And he leads people to destruction. He wants to lead people to destruction. And he has his own voice. He has his own voice. So that is why the lamb must be fed. 
when the lamb is fed, feeding on milk is supposed to open your ears to begin to hear because you can't truly participate in milk substances without some kind of spiritual hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith towards God that is uh, part of milk cometh by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. There's a way we hear faith in milk. You hear supernaturally. You hear by revelation. Hallelujah. Faith cometh. We were talking on, um, which day was I? It was Pastor K that was taking me and Reverend. We were going, I think we were coming to a meeting. He was now playing, he was playing Kenneth Hagin's uh, message. How he, how he got healed, you know. How he got healed by faith from a sick bed, from a deformed heart. And we were talking. And he was sharing his experience. How he heard the word of God. He read Matthew, uh, is it Matthew? Mark. Mark eleven twenty three, He heard it and a persuasion. That persuasion came by the word. The spirit in that word jumped on him. Now you recognize such things. Hallelujah. That's how they introduce you to hearing spirit. The spirit of the word jumped on him. Even though he was not yet healed, he said, no thing can, that if they tell him, I will kill you now and believe that you are not healed. He said, I would rather die because I know I'm healed. Meanwhile, he was, still, he was still, still bedridden. Praise the Lord. Why? A persuasion came by the word. So I was now telling them how the Lord taught me faith growing up. And that was where we started hearing until we transited to begin to hear the voice of the Lord unto sanctification. Hallelujah. So I was telling him that the, that the way the Lord taught me faith is very different. I mean, not different from Kennedy again. I hear and I believe. And I act on what I, what I hear. Hallelujah. I hear supernaturally. Faith comes. So I was telling them that when we were in school, back then when they were teaching us faith, faith, you know, towards God, how you can believe God for your healing, by stripes I'm healed. So I just took it. I said, oh, if these are the benefits of uh, being born again, I might as well enjoy it. So we went on, on vacation and um, I became sick with malaria and I confessed and confessed. God did, and now I now understand, God did that to train me on how to hear and how to operate by hearing. So I confessed and confessed and confessed by stripes I'm healed. The more I confessed, the more sick I became. Until uh, measles began to appear on my skin. So I now went to the hospital. So I told the doctor, the family doctor, I said, Auntie, I don't understand. I confessed, and I, I, I didn't say I confessed to. I said, I've never had, because she's not born again. She just tell me I'm stupid and go and report me to my mother that this girl will kill herself. I said, Auntie, I've never had malaria like this before. She asked me, how long have you had it? I said, I'll take dear. It's been long. And the reason it was long was because I was not quick to take medication. So she said, that is why. So she gave me medication. I took it and I was healed. I was okay. So I now told myself, I said, I will never. And the next time I fall sick, I will never trust God again. I will just go and take my medication because I almost died. 
I said, I'll just go and take my medication. And a lot of believers have died like that. They were presumptuous. They didn't have substance of faith. No, they now move out and begin to confess and confess until they die. No substance to relate with. Now that substance comes by hearing. I'm trying to tell us how milk is so essential. Milk introduces you to some kind of spiritual activities that we graduate with time, with change of meal. Now you can't even effectively eat if you don't have ability to hear and to follow. Hallelujah. So, so about two weeks after that, I was on the bed on campus. I was on the bed. And all of a sudden, I just, everybody does not have this experience. But I saw a word coming down from heaven. The word came and entered into me. And that word was that uh, himself took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses. By his stripes, you are healed. That word entered me and created faith inside me. I used that word for many years. Faith just entered me. Substance came. That is in milk. In milk. Now, what makes that possible? Your commitment to what you hear. When you spend time in God's word, in the season of milk, spend time in God's word, spend time praying and meditating, and then doing the little that you understand, you will see that you will be opened to the realm of the spirit, to a large extent. So from then, I know when sickness comes, I don't need to confess too much. It's like, you know when you have eaten a bite, you know a bite is in your stomach. The substance was there. It came by that thing that came. Hallelujah. And subsequently, I began to recognize that voice, the voice of God's word. Hallelujah. The voice of God's word. And as you continue, as you continue, that voice will begin to instruct you. Even in milk, they instruct us even in milk. You, when you fellowship with the word of God, you fellowship in prayers, even in the season of milk, they begin to instruct you, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Don't. You, a kind of understanding comes to you about what the level that you are in. And then a growth is measured to you. A lot of people, when you see what they do, you know that this one lacks milk. There are some things, there are things that milk is supposed to take away from us. Works of the flesh. Because part of milk is repentance from dead works. They teach you in milk. Feed my lamb. Let my lamb know what a Christian basic requirements for make somebody who is now born again. In milk, they instruct you, they teach you what a believer should not do. Basic things a believer should not do. Those days, they taught us so many basic things a believer should not do. It's so much that when you come to the, to the community of believers those days, on campus, all we were exposed to was milk. But there were evidence of taking milk in our midst. Even people know, unbelievers know. They know what you should not bring to a believer. Sure you understand? They know what, a, I mean, a believer at that level, they know what you should not bring to a believer. They will tell you, ah, these ones, they don't fornicate, oh. don't, you can't date them, S.U.S. 
They tell you, SU, uh, you want to date an SU, except you go and pretend. So unbelievers, then when they want to date an SU, they will go and pretend. But even as much as it was milk, people were still alive in their spirit, they could also pick that this one is pretending. Hallelujah. I remember when uh, we invited the uh, mommy, I get to mommy, she was ministering to us. And she told us those days on campus, somebody will stand before her, and then she will be seeing an image. The person has dual uh, character. The, the, her one face is on the shoulder. The face is uh, jesting and deceiving. Then another face is seen. Just with milk. With milk. People were able to discern, this is not my husband. This is my husband. With milk. What am I saying? They fellowship with God's word. The milk of God is not, uh, is not something mere that uh, you just take like that. There's something it's meant to do in a sheep, it's, I mean in a lamb. It's meant to give a lamb some kind of development, that, especially for the next allocation. Because the way the shepherd gives food is by leading. Is by leading. So uh, milk gives you a stature. To be able to pick leading when the shepherd comes for the next allocation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you see, a shepherd, you cannot be a shepherd if all you have is milk. Because he that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he's a babe. And we know one thing about babies. Babies are selfish. Babies are self-centered. Babies think of their own only. Babies cause division. Let's see. Give me 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Now, what makes someone spiritual? The next level, the next sheep that God told, that Jesus told um, Peter, to feed uh, this set of people, spiritual. Feed my sheep. There is food for the spiritual. Amen. Amen. Now, so he said, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. This person that is at this level cannot be a shepherd. Abi? If all, and a lot of people don't even have this. I have fed you with milk, and not with meat, for you cannot what? Bear it. Ye are, for ye are yet canna, inasmuch as there is among you what? Division. Envying. Strife. Are ye not canal? And walk as ordinary men, mere men. You see, this person is not qualified to be a shepherd. He that causes division among the sheep because division is, a, is the work of the enemy to stop the giving of life among the sheep. So a carnal man comes to break the sheepfold, the unity of the sheep, because it's carnal. What brings division? Selfishness. Selfishness. Carnality. Self-centeredness. You want to divide so you can own. 
Now, the shepherd that God is raising, the shepherds God that is raising in these days are people who don't have a claim to the sheep. They don't own the sheep. They are stewards. Stewards don't know, own anything. What did Paul say? He said, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. Can a steward lay claim to his master's substances? No. We are stewards. A shepherd is a steward. He administers what they give to him for the purpose of the sheep and to please him who sent him. So when you see some kind of manifestation, you know that this one, this one lacks milk. This one is still a child. This one is a baby. This one wants to cause division. And it is selfishness that brings that. Selfishness. Selfishness. But God is raising shepherds who will die to their own ambition. When you see ambition in place, you see there is no growth. There is no development. Ambition is a product of carnality. Lack of understanding. You don't know what the sheep are for. You don't know what the sheep is meant for. You don't know why the shepherd, the great shepherd, raised the sheep, the sheepfold. You don't know the intention of the great shepherd for a sheepfold. You don't know what they are for. You think they are for your gain. You think they are for your name. You think that, you know, you know if, if you are not careful, if you are not built, you will use the number of uh, sheep you have to get CV. God is raising people who will be separated from whatever God is doing through them for the, in the sheepfold. They will be so separated. Whether the sheep multiply hundredfold under them, they are separated from it. They know that this is done by my power. It is done by my might. You know that it is something that God put on you that is making the sheepfold to multiply. And you know the reason for it. These people are giving to them to make sure that they have life. So for them to have life, myself, I must be acquiring life. Hallelujah. That's the mark, the hallmark of a sheep, of a shepherd. Praise the Lord. So he said, feed my sheep. I feed my lambs. Then he asked him again, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, I do. He said, feed my sheep. Why come he talked about sheep two times? So there are different levels of sheep. There is the sheep that is spiritual sheep. Those are those who have graduated from milk. They are now learning Christ to become spiritual. It is food that we make a sheep graduate from one level to the other. Then the third, I mean the second level of sheepfold, these are the sheep of God who are now learning everlasting life. He said, feed them. So there is food for the lamb. There is food for the first set of sheep. There is different food for the last set of sheep. But they must all feed because they need to come to eternal life. The end of the journey of the sheep is that the sheep will inherit eternal life. Now he said, Jesus said something. My sheep follow me. This is very important. My sheep follow me. Now you can't follow him if you don't know his voice. Like I said, feeding Feeding and fellowship makes a sheep's ear to be open to the voice of the shepherd. Feeding, fellowship, and of course, obedience. If you have been in the faith for a long time 
and you have been hearing what and you have been hearing what and you come and say, hey, how do they hear God self? I don't understand though. I, me, I know they hear God though. I don't understand. There are different ways people hear God, but one thing is that you must hear his voice and you must know it. You must hear his voice because there's another voice that you need to avoid. That voice leads to destruction. That voice is, a fo is another shepherd. That is Satan. He's a, he's a shepherd. He has always been a shepherd. He has been, you know, he sat upon the mountains of fire. I mean, uh, the stones of fire. Hallelujah. He's a shepherd. And his job is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he comes by voice also. He comes by voice. He comes by thoughts. Now, if you don't know the thought of the shepherd, you will be misled by the voice of the adversary. Hallelujah. So he said, my sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. They know my voice. You know those days, I think we were too consumed with the fact that we can hear God. So somebody came to talk to me about who to marry and who not to marry. So I just said proudly to the person, I was too proud. Proudly, I said, ah, when my husband comes, I will know him. I said, I know how God speaks to me. I can tell when my husband, this, when it is my husband or it is not my husband. And God, that thing led me, helped me. I didn't marry early. And many, many, many men came to marry me. But somehow, somehow, I was able to detect from inside, it's not this one. It's not that one. It's not that one. That was because of milk. That ability was gotten from milk. It's not this one. It's not that one. There is something fellowshipping with the word of God and the, and the spirit of God does to you. It, it helps you to come alive to voice of the spirit. Now, when you come, when you graduate like that, they change your meal. It is still voice. It is still, we feed by voice. We grow by voice. The voice becomes stronger. Now, the voice of the Lord in the, for the level, the first level of sheep is to lead them to sanctification, to cleansing. It is by leading. Hallelujah. That's food. The food they serve the first sheep is for sanctification. Their food is Christ. Feed my sheep. Give them revelation of Christ. Because my sheep need to be cleansed. They need to be sanctified. They need to acquire the life that is in Christ. So they acquire that life by what? By feeding. They feed them. Christ is their food. Christ, nothing else but Christ must be given to the sheep. Because what they want to give to the sheep is life. Now you don't acquire life on, except you feed on the life himself. Christ is a kind of life that is meant for the first level of sheep. Where after you graduate from being a lamb, you now enter into the sheepfold of the first level of sheep that feed on Christ. Say, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. They feed you with the revelation of Christ, the knowledge of Christ. I said, sheep, the shepherd feeds with knowledge. The shepherd feeds with understanding. Grace, the, what, what the sheep feed on is grass. Food, food, 
Food. Food. Without food, there's no life. Without food, there is no life. So you feed them with Christ for them to grow and become spiritual until they finish their course. They finish grazing. Hallelujah. And then they move to the, the other pasture of everlasting life. That is for another level of sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Now let's look at something. Let's look at Psalm, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That is, I shall not be lacking. I shall not, you know those days we used to think that I shall not want is I shall not want naira, I shall not want dollars, I shall not want pounds sterling, I shall not want house, I shall not want uh, cars, because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall, we used to call it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, when we are talking about natural want, natural need. But I said, the reason for the shepherd is to give life. The reason for the shepherd is to give life. I know my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. And they follow. And when they follow, I will give to them eternal life. So the Lord is my shepherd here. Yeah? I shall not want. means I shall not want life. I shall not want for life. Eh? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. Are you seeing what the shepherd does? He maketh, he causes me to lie down in green pastures. These things are done by the orchestration of the spirit. Arrangement of the spirit. When a sheep is willing to follow the, 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 the shepherd, you will be led, you will be made there are times they make you to lie down. It is by the Spirit. In green pastures, they will cause you to lie down in green pastures. Why? So that you can eat, 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 eat. And then he leadeth me beside still waters. There is time to eat. There is time to drink. Hallelujah. Beside still waters, yes. What's the reason for this? He restored my soul. Restoration of soul comes by feeding and drinking. He restored my soul. Why do, does the soul need to be restored? The soul is reconfigured. The soul is changing. The soul, is, the, the soul has gone astray, gone far. So he needs a shepherd to lead it to restoration. And restoration comes by feeding. Hallelujah. Restoration is given by feeding. When you eat, especially when you, you, they start you with the feeding on Christ. Feeding on Christ. It will raise that soul. It will cleanse the soul. There is, a, there is a kind of redemption that comes from feeding on Christ. He said, Christ is made unto us. What? Righteousness. Then what again? wisdom, sanctification, and what? Redemption. So restoration, they teach you what is right. That is the food. 
the revelation of Christ is the giving of that which is right in Christ. The right standards of Christ. That is what they feed the sheep. You don't feed sheep with motivation. Because sheep is meant to take life. You feed sheep with righteousness. Righteousness upon righteousness upon righteousness upon righteousness makes the sheep to live. The sheep does not just feed. The sheep is led. The sheep follows. As you, you, when you are following, you are walking, Abby. As you walk, you are gaining life. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Are you seeing freedom? Are you seeing restoration of soul? Made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death. The sheep is bound by the law of sin and death. Now he needs to learn laws of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus that he will obey. You follow by obedience. You follow by doing. You follow by obeying. When revelation is given to you, revelation of Christ, and you do it, you are following. Hallelujah. And in following, you become free. You become free. You become restored. Hallelujah. He restored my soul. He what? He leadeth me. Are you seeing? He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Are you seeing? For his name. What's, what's the name's sake? Nature. Image. That's why the, the shepherd leads. Are you seeing? Are you seeing the job of the shepherd? Are you seeing the job of the shepherd? Is to bring the sheep to the place where the sheep has the name. And this shepherd that we are talking about, the great shepherd, is God. Our great shepherd, Jesus Christ, they said to him, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. No wonder he leads me in the path of righteousness. The sheep needs leading to know what is right. The path of righteousness. For his name's sake, the sheep, which means the sheep has a destiny, to obtaining the name of the shepherd. To obtain the name of the shepherd. To obtain the nature of the shepherd. That is the, that is the reason for the shepherd. To bring the sheep to the place of having his name on their foreheads. He leadeth me. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He leadeth me. So when he said, I know my sheep. And my sheep hear my, they know my voice. And they follow. And I give them what? Eternal life. So when you are following the sheep, the shepherd, what are you doing? He's teaching you, he's leading you in the path of righteousness. Are you seeing how we come across eternal life? The shepherd leads the sheep in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So the leadership of the shepherd is to teach the sheep righteousness. To make the sheep to know what is right and make the sheep to do what is right for the purpose of inheriting life. Followership, following, 
The devil taught us not to be able to follow. The devil taught us not to be able to follow. The devil configured man. He knows that you cannot get life except you follow. Now, to follow looks like um, a weak thing. Who say, why are you just following like that? Don't you have a mind of your own? Sheep don't have a mind of their own. That's why they call them sheep. They don't have a mind of their own. You can't think for yourself. Sheep don't think. They just follow. Jesus Christ <laughs> was a perfect sheep of the Father. Jesus was a perfect sheep of the Father. He said, I can of my own self do nothing. Whatsoever I hear my father, I see my father do, that, I, that is a sheep. <laughs> Does he have an idea? I can of my own self do nothing. Anything I see my father do, that is what I do. That is the lifestyle of a sheep. A sheep is like a, a fool. A sheep is like a fool. Now, the devil knows this secret. So he comes to convince you and put shame around followership. He puts weak, he surrounds followership with some kind of useless things that if you are following, you are a fool. But you see, it takes fools to come to eternal life. He said, if anyone be wise in this world, let him become a fool so that he can be wise. <laughs> Let him become a fool so that he can be wise. Now, people say, ah, me, I follow only God. A lot of times you don't know how to follow God. If you cannot follow man, you cannot follow God. God puts us in sheepfolds and put a shepherd over us and instructs us to follow the shepherd because the shepherd is following God. That's why every shepherd must grow up to be able to recognize the voice of the great shepherd and be submissive under him so that the, the sheep under you can align. Say, ah, me, I don't follow man. It's a lie. Another shepherd is talking to you. He knows that your life, gaining life, is in following. I don't follow man. If you cannot follow man, you can't follow God. Forget it. If you can't follow a man, you can't follow God. Because God puts shepherds over the sheepfold. Human shepherds that he has trained, he has raised to lead the sheep. And he leads the sheep as the shepherd is leading him. The great shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The great shepherd. A shepherd must know how to rely on the great shepherd. Like Jesus. I said Jesus Christ was, was a perfect sheep of God. I can of my own self do nothing. Anything I see my father do, that is what I do. That's a sheep. So a sheep learns to hear the voice of the shepherd and does not do anything outside the voice of the shepherd. That's the discipline of a sheep. That's the discipline of getting life. Follower sheep. Now, like I said, it takes time 
for a sheep to be able to recognize the voice of the shepherd. But one thing you must do is that you fellowship. Fellowship with the word, fellowship with the spirit of God. You'll be able to recognize gradually when the shepherd is talking. The voice of the shepherd can be heard also from scriptures. When scriptures come alive to us, people say they don't hear God. And I tell them, I've never had an audible voice in my life. When I say the Lord spoke to me, at times it's the, the scriptures that come alive. They come alive in such a way that I know that this is the Lord telling me about this scripture and I should live by this thing that I've just seen. The voice of the word is the voice of the shepherd. The shepherd comes to quicken his word. Maybe in a situation, you are wondering what to do, how to react, how to... A, a scripture can just wild up from inside you. And that is the voice of the shepherd. You need to obey that to be able to get life. Every, every step taken in the direction of the voice that comes, whether it is voice of your spirit, your spirit will never say, and that's another thing, your spirit will never say anything contrary to the word of God. It will never say anything contrary. Like somebody that was talking about Kumuyi, that uh, the Lord told him that it is time for Kumuyi to resign and that he should be, you know, it doesn't sound like what the Lord will say. So that, that, that sheep has not been hearing the voice. He, he, cannot, he cannot discern the voice of the shepherd. There are things you will say, my, people say my spirit said this. And you know that this thing contradicts scriptures. When the voice you are hearing contradicts scriptures, it is not the voice of the shepherd. Because the shepherd will never bring anything that will contradict the scriptures. Say the Lord told me that uh, Kumuyi, has, his time has, uh, has, uh, has end, expired. He should hand over deeper life to him. He's a new leader of deeper life. And Kumuyi is being stubborn. He doesn't want to obey. You know the Lord is not like that. That's, from fellowship, you know how the Lord, what the Lord will say and what he will not say. That sounds off from the voice of the Lord. He's not in line, in tune with the spirit of the scriptures. That you will rise up and say, Kumuyi is stubborn. It doesn't sound like the voice of the shepherd. People come and say man, all manner of things that the Lord said to them. And when you look at them, it's either they have never been exposed to the voice of the, of, of the shepherd. Or they, are, they have ambition. You know, um, your ambition can even speak things to you. You will be hearing voices based on the ambition that is in you. That you have, you have not allowed the word of God, the food of God. The food that the, the shepherd has to give, whether milk or Christ, to cleanse you from. You will be hearing voices that contradict scriptures. When you hear a voice and the person you are under is telling you, can you hold on on this? And you say, no, I've heard God. I've heard God. God is not the author of confusion. When the voice you are hearing is causing confusion, it's not the voice of the Lord. It's not the voice of the shepherd. Because the shepherd is interested, interested in you getting life. So anything that will lead you out of the path of life is not the voice of the shepherd. 
is the voice of the strange shepherd that wants to kill you. The strange shepherd that the Bible, Jesus said, the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. Did you hear that? The voice of a stranger, they will not follow. What does that mean? It is possible for them to hear the voice of a stranger. The stranger is allowed to talk to the sheep. The only thing is that the sheep knows the voice of their true shepherd. And they will recognize the voice of the stranger. They will say, mm, I can hear something. But this one is not the voice of our shepherd. And they will not follow. It takes feeding. 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 Fellowship. Feeding. Fellowship. As we are sitting down hearing the word of God. There's a way the word of God will hit you. You know that you have heard a voice. It's not that you, somebody will say, my son, my son. I want to. Mm -mm. The voice of scriptures is the voice of the shepherd. Hallelujah. He can talk to you through your spirit, but mostly he talks to us through scriptures. Understanding dawns on you. You know the shepherd has spoken. Because the shepherd leads by understanding. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. Righteousness is by revelation. Hallelujah. So to, to round up, what, two things I want to emphasize. The need for feeding. And the purpose for the shepherd. The purpose for the shepherd is to give life. So a shepherd must be in the business of giving life. Another thing is that a shepherd has no other business than to give life. And to be able to give life effectively, the shepherd must lay down his own life. The shepherd that is ambitious cannot give life. A shepherd is led and raised to die to ambition, to die to fame, to die to money. That is no, we don't use the sheepfold to make money. It's not as if the person that called you cannot meet your needs. He will meet your needs, of course. But he wants our priority arranged in such that you give your life, you are, you, are, you are sold out to the purpose of him that called you and raised you to be a shepherd. The Lord will bless us. The Lord will raise us. The Lord will give us grace to be able to follow Followership is necessary for sheep. Sheep follow. You follow, 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 follow. Sheepishly. Sheepishly. A sheep that will do well is he that does not have his own mind. That's a sheep that will do well. You don't have your own mind. Hallelujah. Let's begin to thank him. Our daddy will come up. He will expound on this topic. I know he has great things to speak to us. I just laid a foundation for him. To, for people to understand so that you'll be able to connect to what will be said hereafter. By the end of this meeting, a lot of grace would have been ministered to us. Grace to follow. Grace to follow. Understanding to be able to follow the shepherd to the point of eternal life. That is the destiny of the sheep and that is the job of the shepherd. May the Lord bless us all in Jesus' name.